Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome to Date Yourself Radio. I'm your host, Veronica Grant, and I'm a green smoothie enthusiast, a radical self-care advocate, and a dating mindset coach for ambitious women looking for a deep and meaningful romantic partnership. Each week, you'll hear me answer a frequently asked question from this community, interview experts in the field, or work directly with a caller as I coach them through a dating or relationship obstacle they're facing. I give practical advice and tangible action that you can apply to your own life so you can learn how to treat yourself the way you want to be treated and get into the relationship you desire and deserve. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to the show, episode two of Date Yourself Radio. A few months ago, I asked my community what their number one struggle was when it came to dating, and I got so much great insight. But the number one thing that kept coming up was time. I wish I could say I was surprised by time, because it seems if you wanted to date, you would find time to date. But in some ways, I also wasn't really surprised. Let me explain. So if you're anything like me... You've probably prioritized your career and professional goals and perhaps put your personal goals on the back burner. For a long time, I truly believed I didn't have time for career and love. But let me tell you something I wish I knew a few years ago, or years ago, I should say, and that's that you don't have to choose. And today I'm going to show you how. So at this point for you, dating may be really fun or it might be a necessary evil, a means to an end, if you will, or something in between, or perhaps it goes in cycles. Uh, But no matter what, since you're here, my guess is that you're looking for a serious long-term relationship. Not necessarily marriage, but perhaps. But no matter what, though, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I know dating takes time, and you're busy, so your time is precious, and so you want to spend it well. I know what it's like to just spend hours on online dating profiles, weeding through all of the guys there. And I know how frustrating it is for you to take a night or two out of your week to go on a date and know within just a few minutes of the date that you're just not into it. 
I totally get it. I've been there before and I'm on your side. Clearly about time. And whenever I hear time as someone's number one obstacle to dating, I always have to ask, is time really your problem? Here's an observation I've had. So some of you may know before I helped women in dating and relationships, I was actually a health coach and I helped women have better body image, lose weight in a safe and healthy way, and and really just take care of themselves so they could get off the diet train for once and for all. And guess what their number one struggle was was also? It was also time. And I think it's really interesting that whatever your personal goals relate to, time always seems to be the number one barrier. Now, I will say this. The clients I have now tell me that I'm full of tough love. So this is what I said to my health coaching clients, and this is what I'm going to say to you too. And this is my number one piece of, or my first piece of tough love in this episode. And that is, I don't think time was their problem, and I don't think time is your problem either. I think if you really wanted to, you could find time to date. Think about it. So many women tell me they want to be in a relationship, And a lot of times it's because they want to get married and have a family. Now, I know that's not everyone's goal, but regardless, a relationship takes time. So my question is, if you don't think you have time now as a single working woman, how on earth can you have a relationship or a family? Both of those require your time, especially a family. And it's a lot of your time. It just doesn't add up to me. So I want to ask you, and I want you to take a minute and Really dig deep and be honest with yourself. Is time really your problem or is it just an excuse? If you really wanted to, could you make the time to date? Could you pencil off just one night a week or maybe every other week for a date? Or could you set aside an hour a week to go through online dating profiles and five minutes a day to respond to messages? Look, you may ask yourself this question and decide, No, time is not really an excuse, and right now you're not willing to find the time to date. That's totally cool. You're an adult, and you get to make that decision. But if that's the decision you make, you can't continue to complain about your love life or lack thereof. If dating and getting into a relationship isn't a priority for you, and you know it's what your gut is telling you, and you know that to be true, that's fine. It does not have to be a priority. But I caution you to not fall into the trap that I was in for so many years. For years, I hid behind my career and told myself and everyone else that that was my priority. But if I had been honest with myself, I knew that wasn't true. For years, when I said I didn't need a man or want a relationship, I was hiding behind the excuse of my career. And perpetually being single was miserable on the inside. So I kept diving into my career even further so that on the outside I looked fine. It was a really miserable cycle. And I wasn't miserable because being single is miserable. I was miserable because I was hiding behind an excuse. I was lying to myself and everyone else. And I have a feeling you might be hiding too. So if you don't learn anything else I teach, just please, please remember this. Whatever you resist, persists. And it is so easy to hide behind the excuse of time. And that's really what it is. It's an excuse. It's a belief that you don't have time and really a limiting belief at that. And our beliefs create our realities. And so we can change our beliefs. And so therefore we can change our realities. 
So right now you might be thinking that I'm full of crazy talk and maybe I don't understand your situation and maybe you really do have a crazy job and um, a lot of competing priorities. And I just want to share with you what my routine or schedule was like uh, before I left my full-time job for this business. So for the last year that I had a, you know, a regular nine to five job, I had been working on this, on this business behind the scenes, just making sure that I had a profitable business before I made the big leap. So when I still had my job, I also taught four to six yoga classes a week. I had a 30 minute commute to work and then back home. I still cooked 75% of my meals. So that also means I did grocery shopping and a little bit of meal planning. I had my own personal yoga and meditation practice. I still spent time with my boyfriend and my close friends And I was working on this business four to six hours a week. I was really, really busy. Now, I'll just say that that lifestyle was exhausting and it was not sustainable over the long haul. I would get up at 530 in the morning and to work on my business, went to work and then, you know, did all the things I needed to do and probably wasn't home from teaching yoga until close to 10 o'clock at night most nights. So, yeah, it wasn't sustainable, but I knew it was temporary and because I was going to eventually quit my job. So I kept with it. And really, at the time, I wasn't willing to give up any of those things, because they're either helping me pay my bills, such as teaching yoga or my job. And it supported me in creating this coaching business. And I still wanted to make time for close friends, and my boyfriend, as well as my my own health and self care. So I created time in my schedule to fit it all in because they were all priorities. But there were things that I had to give up because I just simply didn't have the time. So I had to sit down and really figure out what was important to me and found the time for those things that were important and said no to the things that weren't. So I said no to more, you know, parties or get togethers and happy hours than I would have liked. I lived in D.C. and D.C. is known for their happy hours and I hardly ever got to um, take advantage of that for that year because I was so busy. Um, I really love to read and to learn, and I really didn't have as much time to do fun reading as much as I would have liked, because most of my, if I was reading, it was usually about um, coaching or business or online businesses or marketing, things like that. So I didn't have, I didn't have time to do that. And another thing that I didn't get to do, which I would have loved to have done, was to really expand my friend group and my community. I had my boyfriend, I had my close friends that I most of them I knew before I lived in Washington, D.C., but I didn't really get to spend the time, uh, you know, doing intramural sports or meetups or just other things that have helped me to build my community. So I had to say no, because at the time they weren't a priority. And one thing I do want to say as you're thinking about what are your priorities is your personal goals as well as your professional goals shift um, and your priorities shift, too. So now I spend a lot of time reading and I spend a lot of time putting time into building my community here. I live in Dallas, Texas now. And so just because you you decide something isn't a priority now because you do want to focus on dating, it doesn't mean that that priority has to stay the same. Um, it, It shifts just like everything else. So before we close out, I want to leave you with three quick tips to help you prioritize the different areas of your life and to get more time back on your calendar so you can date and do the other things that are important to you. 
So the first thing is to drop the all or nothing mindset. This is the number one time suck that I see with the women that I work with. And here's the cycle. So uh, someone decides that they're going to date, they want to meet somebody special. And so they either whether it's one dating website or lots of dating websites, they're just constantly online looking for potential partners. They spend hours looking at profiles, sending messages, responding to messages. They have multiple dates a week, maybe even multiple dates a day. And they're just, they're just going at it. They're just date after date after date. And then maybe none of those dates pan out to a second date, or there's just nobody really interesting or special. And so they just get exhausted and they just drop everything and say, oh, I'm exhausted. I'm jaded. Um, nothing's working. I'm just not going to date right now. And they can pull, they pull a complete 180 and hibernate. And this might be uh, going back into diving into your career or um, Netflix binges, or oh, I'm going to sign up for the next marathon, whatever it is. And I hear it a lot in the form of, oh, I'm going to work on myself, but it's really an excuse to uh, to numb yourself, maybe numb the pain of not having met him yet, or just hiding behind, um, you know, your single status, which you don't want to be. So really what happens when you're in this all or nothing mindset, when you're on dating comes, it's like a place of effort. It, um, it feels less natural. It feels almost icky. Like every guy you're going out with, it's like an interview. Um, it's, it's really hard to be yourself um, and it's just not very authentic. And, and especially if you're doing multiple dates a week or even a day, um, there's a really good chance that means you're not prioritizing your yourself and your own self-care. So you might not be eating as well. You might be drinking more, especially if you're um, going out to, to happy hours or bars to meet guys. Um, you may not be sleeping as much as you need to. Uh, you're not prioritizing your own self-care. So you're also just going to be exhausted. Um so there's really little good things I can say about having multiple dates a week uh, when you're when you're on. And then when you're off, um, what I find is women completely shut down. Um, they're just, you know, it's almost like you're sticking your fingers in your ear saying, la, 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 like, I'm just not dating. I'm not meeting men. I'm just not interested. And the problem with this is you might miss out on potential great catches. Maybe you're out with friends and you meet someone, but because you're not dating, you're just um, not in a place where you're ready to to receive him. Um, and so I find a lot of times women go through this cycle of being on and then off, on and then off, and it's exhausting. And, it, and at the end, it doesn't work. And so what I encourage my clients to do is to drop the all or nothing and um, develop manageable goals. So what can you do to... Um, to still have your priority as dating or meeting or meeting somebody, but also maintain all the other priorities in your life. So maybe that means you uh, just go on one date a week, every other week, even if it's just once a, once a month. It can be hilariously small and then just build up as your time and energy allows for. And so this kind of leads into the second point and the second assignment that you have is to get clear on what areas of your life are a priority. So if you don't know what's a priority in your life right now, it's really impossible to know how much time you can spend dating. Um, if you don't know 
where you want to spend your time, then it's really easy to say, oh, I don't have time or to spend all of your time dating and not spend any time in other areas that you should also be prioritizing. So sit down and as quickly as you can, so it comes from more of a place of intuition rather than thinking too hard about it, pick five to seven areas of your life that you really want to prioritize right now. And you know, put it into your calendar. I if it doesn't my rule is that if it's not in your calendar, it doesn't exist. So literally put the hours that you're at work on your calendar and then put in your um the, the time you're going to, you know, whatever your other priorities are, the time you're going to date, the time you're going to grocery shop or cook or exercise, whatever it is. So just an example for me, my five areas that are really big priority priorities in my life is my yoga practice. When I first moved to Dallas, it totally fell by the wayside. And so right now it's a huge priority for me to um, make that a daily practice. Um, my self-care practice, which I put separately from my yoga practice. Um, when I first started this business, I was not prioritizing my own rest and sleep and mental sanity. So I, um, am really prioritizing that I wake up early now to meditate and to do some self-care practices in the morning. And if you're interested in, um, learning to meditate or having some sort of self-care practice like this, I'll include a, in the show notes a link to a um, a guided meditation audio that I put on my blog a few months ago, um, and it's totally free, so I'll put that in the show notes, so look out for that. Um, so my third priority is my romantic relationship with Stevie. Um, I live in Dallas now. I've been here for about a year, and so right now I'm really trying to build up my friend circle and community, so that's another priority. And then, of course, my business, because that's how I make money right now. And so that's my fifth priority. And so literally what I do every week, and I usually do it the Friday before the next week, is I look at my calendar and I schedule out everything. I schedule out what I'm going to do in my business and when. I'm going to schedule out when I'm going to do my yoga practices, when I'm going to hang out with Stevie, Um, when I'm going to do things that will build my friend circle and community and and when I'm going to do my my self-care. And a lot of times people say, oh, well, that's just too restrictive. I don't want to, I can't live by a calendar, blah, blah, blah. But I actually find um, creating boundaries like that creates a lot of freedom. And I'll do another podcast about boundaries because I could talk about boundaries all day long. But essentially, if you know when you're spending your time, then when you're within um, the boundary of a certain time slot, you just feel great freedom because you don't feel um, guilty for spending time doing something else. So just an example, um, when I would spend time doing a yoga practice, I would feel really guilty that I was doing yoga and not working on my business. Um, But now that I have my calendar and I know exactly when I'm going to work on my business and when I'm going to work on yoga, for example, when I'm actually working on the yoga, I can be fully um, immersed and focused on that and not feel guilty about my business because I know that I've still got enough time in my calendar to do what I need to do for that. Um, And then the last thing, and this is the easiest thing, there's just one step and that's say no. Just say no. If something Um, Once you write down your priorities and someone asks you to do something that's not within your priority list, just say no. And you don't have to feel guilty about it because here's why. When you say no, you're actually saying yes to yourself. And think of it as as yourself as like as as a well, for example, just um, if everyone's always taking water from you and there's 
never any rain, then eventually you're going to run out of water and you're not going to be able to, to water the village or whatever. So when you're saying yes to yourself, no to others, you're actually adding more water into your well so that later when you're in these other priorities, such as your career or taking care of you know, your family or just whatever other priorities that you have, you're, um, you're actually able to give. Um, saying no has been huge for me. It doesn't have to be anything um, awkward. It's only awkward if you make it awkward. It is, you don't have to feel bad about it. You can be very nice about it. You don't have to be mean. I usually like to do the compliment sandwich like, oh, thank you so much for this invitation. I'm going to have to pass, but I really hope you have fun. You know, if someone asks you to to do something, to go to, you know, to dinner or to um, a party and you just can't do it because you have to do something else, um, just just say no and, and see what happens. All right. So quick recap on the three things that I want you to work on to create more time in your calendar. Drop the all or nothing mindset. Get clear on what areas of your life are a priority and say no. All right, those are your assignments for episode two. I can't wait to hear how this goes for you. You can let me know over at the show notes, where I'll also link to all the resources I mentioned in the show. Head over to veronicagrant.com forward slash episode two. And I just want to finish with a heartfelt thank you for tuning in to Date Yourself Radio. I know there's a ton of dating experts out there and even more podcasts, and it really means the world to me that you're hanging out with me. Thank you for listening to Date Yourself Radio. I love hearing from you, so please post your comments or questions at veronicagrant.com forward slash podcast. That's also the place you can sign up to receive free coaching with me in an upcoming episode or submit your question. And if you love this show, please share it and subscribe to it in iTunes. I would also be so grateful if you left a review since that helps me share the power of dating yourself with more women. You can find all my social media handles and sign up to be a part of my community at veronicagrant.com. Until next week, here's to treating yourself the way you want to be treated. Much love and happy dating. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.